Alexis Lehman and you're listening to the Med School Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed last episode and also Christmas Eve. Did Santa come and scare you? If he has, send me those stories. Send me those pictures. And I hope you had a heap of presents. But Christmas is over. I mean, not yet. Not for some people. But uh, what's important is that it's New Year's Eve. I hope all of you have plans. And if you don't, don't hesitate. All you have to do is listen to this podcast. So tune in. What's exciting today is I've got an amazing show planned for all of you. It's going to be a New Year's special, as promised last episode. And I've got a special guest in studio, a good friend of mine, the person that keeps me sane in this medical degree. <laughs> George Galini. <laughs> I don't know who's keeping Hussein, honestly. Yeah. Too kind. But I'm honestly very excited to be on this episode. Christmas is by far my favorite holiday, followed second closely by Halloween, I think. Which Christmas is that? Because I know you celebrate Christmas on a different day. Yeah, so the calendar we go by is January 7th. And it's interesting because we kind of get to celebrate two Christmases. Do you get two sets of presents? Usually not. But if like you want to give me a present on both days, sure, go for it. Okay. I won't say no. So... <laughs> While you were growing up, do people like rewrap the presents and give it to you on the 7th? I'm having some recall issues right now because no one gives me gifts anymore. But I think... You don't get gifts anymore? On the 20th? No, no. My family loves me. I think. My parents gave me my gifts on the 25th. Like they were under a tree before the 25th. And my brother and I couldn't wait to open them. So we opened <laughs> them on the 25th. Sleep under the tree. Did <laughs> we? What? <laughs> you said they're under a tree. So, yeah, the gifts are under the tree. Oh, I thought you meant your parents are under no. the tree. So the Good gift one. to you this Christmas. <laughs> Ta-da! It's mom and dad. Yeah, I got parents for Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Yeah. So um, this morning, I decided to talk to George about the beautiful clouds that were outside. And do you know what he did? He left me on hood. If you haven't heard this statement before. I keep trying to tell her that's not a thing. <laughs> Please email her, message her, do whatever, Snapchat her, whatever. That This isn't a thing. Look, you can be left on red right? So you can also be left unheard. So basically what he did to me was he saw me speaking, he heard me, and then he was like, I cannot speak right now. And that's all that happened. The clouds were beautiful. And I wanted to say how amazing it would feel if you're just chilling on the clouds. But then you'd fall right through. How would you chill on the clouds? We're not talking about practical stuff. We're talking just imagine if you could float and like lay on the clouds. An airplane has to drop me on a cloud for me to be on a cloud if we want to be logical right now. We can arrange that. Egypt Air. <laughs> Sponsor us. Captain Haridi. <laughs> anyway, George, since people don't know who you are, give us three words to describe you. Yo, so these introduction things, honestly, not a big fan of them. <laughs> because I never know what to say. I think I am Can I usually a over? mess. Yeah, I'm going to let you take over, but I'm just going to let people know. Wait, why are you usually a mess? <laughs> I think it's just the vibe that I give off sometimes. I'm all over the place. Like Tasmanian devil. But uh, I think like if I'm doing something I like, I'll be passionate and enthusiastic about it. Okay. Even if I don't like it, I guess I'll try and, you know, do it for the sake of completing a task. Another word will be frizzy. If you've seen me before, you'll know I am frizzy. <laughs> Are you talking about your hair? I most certainly am. <laughs> okay. This guy is like the hair diva. Sorry. I don't like, think what? I'd use the same word. So. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to call him the hair diva. He knows everything about hair and his hair is always on point. Definitely isn't. Most of the time on point. But I just don't think I have the trust in the hairstylist here to cut my hair. Okay. Here. So I'm just waiting till I get back home, which means I'm not getting so a haircut. So you're only allowed to see George Clooney in Canada. You're not allowed to see George anywhere else. Pretty much. 
Okay. Exactly. Also, FYI, George is Canadian Egyptian. So that's why we referred to Egypt here, and that's why I'm saying Canada. <laughs> yes. Probably should Some have mentioned background this. background <laughs> was needed, yeah. How would you describe me? Okay, so... Hopefully better than I did myself. Um, okay, so I was going to start with Hair Diva, because I feel like Hair Diva, Tea Diva... Oh, no, actually, Walking Encyclopedia. Okay, so George is a walking encyclopedia. I swear, start any topic with him, and he knows stuff. He, he just, like, knows random things. And I don't know where he gets this information. I'm very fast at Googling. Yes, yeah, so... <laughs> it's an acquired trait. Fun fact. Professor Google is actually Professor George Clooney. No one tells you <laughs> no. this. But that's the real thing. Absolutely amazing, loyal friend. So, loyalty. Like, literally the other day, which I really appreciated, I was like, hey, can I call you? And he was about to leave his placement to speak to me. I almost had tears, man. I was like, it's not that important, but okay. <laughs> Just me. And finally, I would say uh, very kind. I haven't ever seen you being mean. Kind soul. Thank you, Afsa. Okay. God bless That's you. all you... <laughs> You'll find out more about him during this episode. Okay, so up today, after this entire, like, longish break, we're going to talk about trauma. So some things that you may have experienced during Christmas, which... Maybe has upset a couple of you, but we'll deal with this. And we will also be talking about New Year resolutions. New Year, new me. What does that mean to you? Big opinion. Oh, something about me, actually. Very opinionated. And I'll share my opinion freely. I think so. Hide under your covers. Get ready for that. (laughs) Stay tuned! (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so I read this interesting article on Christmas Eve Day. There's a spike of weird injuries during the Christmas period. Describe weird. There are holiday decorating injuries. Tell me more. Okay, so people fall off ladders while they're decorating the Christmas tree. You can get lacerations. You can end up with a back strain. And some people have managed to set their homes on fire. I feel like I've definitely seen some of those. Not the home on fire, thankfully, but experienced or seen some of the ladder injuries, for example. Or the lacerations, especially if you're using like cutting tools to put stuff up or make decorations. But I think I didn't understand how serious they were until you sent me an article. And I started looking into numbers and stuff like that. So this article I was reading from the US. So I'm always going to like quote US stats, I think, because Canada has stats, but I don't think we have as many injuries as the US. But don't quote me on that. I think injury rates have been increasing. The Consumer Product Safety Commission, they're recording some numbers out there. And then more than 15,000 injuries occurred during November and December, and this happened in 2012, and they're saying that the rates have only been increasing ever since, and this goes all the way back to 2009, in that they're leading to emergency room visits more and more often, and I think more than one-third of these are happening from just falls, like people just falling, and they're going to the emergency department, and then like 10% or a little more than that are from lacerations or cuts, and then also 10% of that are happening from back strains. Yeah, so I read this other article that's actually been conducted between 2009 to 2011, and it said there were an average of 200 fires. Can you believe it? 200 fires from Christmas trees. And that accounted for 10 deaths, 20 injuries, and $16 million worth of property damage. Some My insurance of- kids. Yeah, like, it's absolutely insane. It's crazy. And candle-related fires account for 70 deaths, 680 injuries and 308 million dollars worth of property damage and i always light a candle so do you know how much this relates to me candle is definitely a mood like during christmas and holidays even not like weekends like they definitely are a mood scented candles very pro that here's another thing there's actually a condition called the christmas holiday effect there has been a spike in heart related deaths during the christmas period 
Okay. And what was really interesting is that they conducted a study in the U.S. and they found that there's been a spike in heart-related injuries and deaths during the Christmas period. And then what made it more interesting is that in the Southern Hemisphere, so basically in New Zealand and Australia, we don't celebrate a white Christmas. It's more of a sandy, beachy Christmas. It's warm. And they found the same stats. Very jealous. But aren't white Christmases cool? Only for so long. (laughs) I feel like that's what I see on TV. So that's like, that's Christmas for me. Oh, it's like your stereotype of Christmases. Yeah, you know? Anyway, so they found out in a study conducted in New Zealand that people during the Christmas period are on average one year younger than people who die from cardiac-related injuries during the rest of the year. So the average during that holiday period of the people that have died has been 76.2 compared to 77.1. And that doesn't seem like a big deal, but it was statistically significant. So maybe it is a big deal. And there was a study conducted in the University of Melbourne, and they reckoned that the emotional stress associated with the holidays changes in diet, changes in alcohol consumption, and the fact that there are less staff in some medical facilities because people want to be at home with their families might have contributed to it. So maybe there's overlap between this Christmas time effect and our uh, decorating-related injuries. Maybe that too. Who knows? Maybe we can call them DUIs. There's an increase in DUIs. Decorating under the influence. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought it's really cool. So instead of uh, drink driving, I mean, knock on wood, hopefully no one gets these injuries or hopefully you didn't spend your holiday in the emergency department. But classic DUIs also increase during the holidays. Do it yourself? Yeah, so this article also states... <laughs> that's D, DUI. No, D, DIY. <laughs> DIY. But um, yeah, driving under the influence, I guess getting distracted and texting under the influence or whatnot Mm -hmm. but people are also drinking and decorating at the same time so it's like a dui times dui you know it's like a mix of those dui squared (laughs) my joke was better (laughs) okay someone's gonna be like please annihilate her so obviously i'm sure most of you want to know how to stop this so we're just gonna send you an article on how to prevent this so it's basic things like you want someone to stand under the ladder make sure that the ladder is secure Um, Try not to drink while you're climbing the ladder. Try to be careful with candles, like don't leave an open flame around, especially around children. So we'll definitely send it to you. So check out my Instagram, at Lehman. that's H-A-F-S-A-S-L-A-I-M-A-N, or the Med School podcast page, so that's T-H-E-M-E-D-S-C-O-O-L. And we're back. You know what it's time for. It's time for the challenge. We're going to write drugs for each other and see who fares better. Do you want to grab your iPad? Yeah, so (laughs) about the iPad. Do you remember me telling you yesterday how it doesn't work? Oh. And now you're just rubbing it in and asking me to get my iPad that doesn't work. I guess I can use my finger to write on my laptop screen. I guess that's a new present for um, you on Christmas. All right, I'm going to give you my iPad. You see, this is the problem with George. He doesn't tell me this before we start the show. Yeah, someone send me an iPad for Christmas. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Any iPad. I'm writing a drug. You're writing a drug for me. Can you pick like a level of difficulty on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, it's your choice, man. So my seven seconds. Control this. Yeah. Starts. I don't know how to use this phone, but okay. It's called start. Go. Oh, oh. Clopidogrel? Clop- yeah. Oh, Clop- damn. Yeah. Clop- Didn't even take two seconds. <laughs> I can't pronounce that again it. For us, please? Clopidogrel? Clopy. Yeah, Clopidogrel. Yeah. Why did yeah. I struggle to pronounce that? Okay, so what does Clopidogrel, what does that drug do? So sometimes doctors will prescribe Clopidogrel 
for patients if they've had like a, an MI, like heart attack, myocardial infarct, it's an antiplatelet medication. Okay. So it stops platelets from joining. It's a pretty big name in the, the drug world, I think. Perfect. Okay, now it's your turn. Right. You ready? Three. You got your drug ready? Two. Go. Happy New Year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I cheated a little bit. But hey, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah you got it. Sorry if I yelled at New Year's, everyone. It's not a drug. It's not a drug. It's Both of us got a drug. point, so like, might as well. This is actually an opioid. Fun fact. No, I'm joking. It's just me being silly. So I guess one point each. I feel so excited because this has been my first time getting a point. So it's a big win for me. Happy New Year, New Year, New <laughs> Me! I got the drug. We'll Does a New Year really next. mean a New Year though? Okay, that and should just it? Tripped my brain. All right, so George, New Year resolutions. Everyone's gonna have it planned by now. What they're gonna do next year. How do you feel about New Year resolutions? So on a scale of 0 to 100, I think I'm coming into this conversation at a 75. <laughs> Very headstrong right now. Um, 75, like for New Year resolutions or against it? It's against, but 75 in terms of opinionated towards this topic. Oh, okay. So you're yeah. pumped for this topic. Yes, extremely. Just to share my opinion. And okay. I know my opinion isn't like law or anything like that, but it's... But it's law. To me, yeah. So George descended from a family of pharaohs. These guys were in charge of New Year resolutions. Supported by evidence. What do you mean? It's in the pyramids. There's like hieroglyphics that say that. So half the hieroglyphs, apparently. <laughs> that should be our next challenge. <laughs> hey, listen. Some people can play instruments, like Christos last week. Gabriel can play the piano. You can play the guitar, okay? I was just strumming right yeah. now. Everyone has a talent. Mine seems to just be talking and eating. So I'm going to take reading hieroglyphics, even though I, I can't do it. But I can try. Yeah, half is going to make her own language. Hit her up 2020 half language. <laughs> That's my New Year resolution, clearly. So I'm going to tell you guys the history behind New Year resolutions. Before Apparently, I share my strongly opinionated... Yes, before... Yeah, strong opinions. Okay. But anyways, tell us the history. Okay, so it started 4,000 years ago from the Babylonians. They apparently used to renew their vows to their kings and promises to the gods for 12 straight days in March. In March? In March, apparently. So it wasn't really like actual New Year. Is that their New Year? I think that was what it is. I'm still confused over that, but it yeah. was 12 days in we'll March. We'll fact check that. And then the second thing, ancient Romans, they had a similar thing. But New Year's Day for them was when soldiers swore an oath of loyalty. Two great civilizations, I guess. Yeah. But they're not around right now. Oh. Is it New Year's resolutions that brought them down? We'll so, never know. In 2013, the study was conducted six years ago. It showed that only half of people who make New Year resolutions actually stick to their goals. Honestly, I'm surprised by that number. I would expect it to be less than half. Really? Yeah. Share your opinion with me. What do you reckon? Yeah, so I'll talk a little bit about how I formed this opinion of New Year's resolutions. Okay. I studied uh, kinesiology. It's a movement of the human body, but I did a lot of sociology, lots of psychology in terms of exercise and people's motivation towards exercise at McMaster University in Canada. So one of the biggest New Year's resolutions, if not the biggest, is to increase physical activity, right? Like all of these gyms have an influx of people at the beginning of the year. You'll probably find that your gym is super, super packed at the start of the year. I've actually noticed that like last year, I was at the gym in January and one of the girls was like, just wait two more weeks. It's going to be empty. And it was crazy by like the 16th of Jan, it was empty. People just gave up on their goals. Yeah. So I feel like by Valentine's Day, probably more than half of the people have stopped going to the gym. So anyway, so we're studying these like 
this idea of New Year's resolutions and how people increase how much physical activity they do all the way until maybe beginning of February. And we were just kind of trying to study why people might start to get into more positive healthy behaviors at the start of the year. And it's this whole thing about goal setting and how people don't actually set goals properly in order to maintain this new habit that they hope to form. So you mentioned once that you like to plan something called SMART goals. So how do you suggest we go about planning our goals? Yeah, this is huge in the literature and you find it in YouTube videos and all over. I guess SMART goals, it's an acronym, S-M-A-R-T. S is for specific goals. So set a specific goal. For example, I'm going to do 30 minutes of exercise a day and then specify specific exercise. For example, I'll go for a 30 minute jog, right? So S specific. Mm-hmm. M is measurable. So how can I measure that I've performed this goal? Mm-hmm. Right. So obviously we just said 30 minutes. That's a measurable amount, but you could also do something like, oh, I plan to run like a 5k by the end of Feb, right? So you're going to train for a month. You're going to hope to run that 5k. And then A is like attainable. What is an attainable goal? If you don't currently exercise, for example, I'm just using exercise as an example, but you can use this for any really New Year's resolution, quote unquote, is this attainable? If you don't exercise at all right now, do you think you can run? You can do like Iron Man by the beginning of Feb. You can try, honestly. Like, yeah. Kudos if you do it. Like, don't <laughs> let me stop you, but an attainable goal. Yeah. Well, I mean, guys, if you were in the studio, you'd see like George is just like staring at me. I think he believes <laughs> that I'm going to be on the next Ninja Warrior. So, like. <laughs> I feel like you could do it, though. <laughs> Thank you. You've been doing lots of chin ups. Oh, yes. So I got my chin up. I'm super proud of it. I've actually put a video everywhere. Anyone that I bump into, I'm like, by the way, I got this. I got a chin up. And then they ask me, how many chin ups can you do? And I'm like, one. (laughs) But I am proud of my one chin up. I will put a video on my Insta stories later to show all of you my progress. But to be fair, you do multiple sets of one chin up. That's also true. Thank you for having my back there. You know, silver lining. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, you were saying. So we measured smart goals are specific, measurable, attainable, attainable, are realistic. Do you think you can actually do 30 minutes of exercise a day? Mm-hmm. Or do you think your schedule can accommodate that to start with? And then T is timely, right? So you're going to complete these in a timely manner, for example, or if you've set your goal to run a 5K marathon, you know, think about how much time you have during the week and what you can actually achieve. So yeah, so I just think people really set their New Year's resolutions the wrong way, I think. They just think they're going to stop all the bad stuff that whatever they think is bad start all the new stuff, and they're going to be able to stick with it. But I feel like habit forming is a gradual process, but it's really breaking. Sorry, you know, I'm coming in (laughs) at 85 right now, going up to 90. (laughs) So it's not only forming a new habit, but it's also breaking old habits. If you're going to break a habit, it's going to take longer to form a new habit after breaking a habit. And that's why I feel smart goals really helped me to, for example, pick up more exercise. So it's really interesting that you mentioned changing behaviors, right? Because apparently it does take a few days. It's not something that you can go like, oh, and by the way, I'm changing my habit right now, so it's going to change. I read in this article that brain scans have shown that these behaviors are created by thinking in patterns. So before you go like, I want to change this habit, going back to this gym example, say if I'm a person that just stays at home and I don't go to the gym regularly, I actually have to start by planning it in my head. So how feasible is it going to be? Am I going to go to the gym? Which gym am I going to go to? What time am I going to go to? How long am I going to go to the gym? And then apparently it forms neuronal pathways and changes the connections inside your brain. And this was according to Psychology Today. So apparently after about 18 to 21 days of repeated behavior, these new pathways take full form. Is it full form or do they start to form? 
Because what I'm thinking is, you mentioned some really good stuff, like how to get around barriers. So if you say, oh, like I'm Canadian, as you know, so it might snow every day. Mm -hmm. So if it's snowing and I can't get to the gym, but I still have that goal of doing 30 minutes of exercise, for example, how am I going to get around that? So it's really planning a safety net under myself, just like metaphorical, I guess, safety net. (laughs) And just like, oh, if I can't exercise or go to the gym, how will I still perform my 30 minutes of exercise? And then you mentioned that it takes 18 18 to to 21 21 days. days. Yes, I feel like to break a negative cycle of not exercising previously and then to actually form the habit, I think it might take longer than that for some people. Like, I think if you really commit yourself, but I think habits take like months and years to form. I mean, in this study, this is what they mentioned, but 100% because everyone's so different. So some people might take longer, some people might take a shorter time. And here's the other thing that I really want to hit. Everyone says, new year, new me. New year, new year resolutions. I'm going to change this. I'm going to start the new year and I'm going to be a completely new person. But why do we have to wait till the new year? Why do you have to wait 365 days later to form this new connection, this new habit? You can just start today. And I mean, like, not just the 31st. Like, say, oh, you know, you want to start a new habit when you go back to uni. And by the way, we go back on the 7th of January. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, people. (laughs) So if you're back on the 7th of January, for example, and you want to start a new habit, a new study skill, whatever, you can start then. It doesn't have to be, oh, you know what? It's 2020. I want to wait till 2021 to start my new habit. No, just start today. Like, just pick any random day and, and start. Hey, George, have I ever told you about how I started my gym process? I don't think so. Okay, we're going to talk about this next. All right, we're back. George, I'm going to tell you more about how I got into the gym. I just know that you're basically like world's deadliest warrior right now. Okay, this sounds scary even for me. And by the way, guys, I didn't upload a video about Christos flattening me, but he flattened me at the gym. So basically, just before starting medical school, so the year before, so I guess 2017, I decided if I want to be a doctor, I can't possibly be telling people, you need to change your life. You need to exercise more. You need to eat healthier if I'm not doing it myself. I felt like that was such a hypocritical way to go about things. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym. Except I didn't know anything about going to the gym or like I didn't even know what exercises to do. I knew that I don't like my love handles. I really need to get rid of that. But apart from that, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So one of my friends, she became this massive gym junkie and she was doing calisthenics. I kept following her on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, like she basically had a journey of how she got her push-ups. And I was so inspired by that because I couldn't do a single push, like not even a girly one, you know, there's like the manly ones. And I'm so sorry guys, but like, no comment on those. Like, I'm not I'm not being a sexist right now, but, like, people say, oh, you know, like, can you do, like, a proper push-up or the ones with the knees? And I couldn't do any. Like, it was very tragic. So I contacted this girl, and that's at its underscore Violet on Instagram, by the way. Check her out. She does pull-ups. It's pretty inspiring. Basically, she was training me until four months later, I got my push-up. And then by then, because I had a trainer, because I had someone motivating me, and at that time, I had work at the radio station. So I was working at Virgin Radio during the morning, then I'd go straight to the gym. I felt like I definitely formed a habit afterwards. But it wasn't at the start of the year. It was literally October. I finished my honors project and I was like, I'm going to the gym. And then I started going to the gym. How long do you think it took you to to really commit to going to the gym on a regular schedule? Honestly, about a month, I'd say. And it was still pretty hard. It's also hard when you don't see what you've achieved. 
and I know all of you out there, especially the ones with like physical goals, like going to the gym and like trying to see a difference in your body, it doesn't happen overnight. It's one of those things that you have to keep working and then it's, and then you're going to see a change in your body. You know, when there's a will, there's a way, no pain, no gain. Like those things are actually very true. It takes a long time before you see all the results. And especially if you want something that's very realistic. So, I mean, I changed my diet. I was exercising, but at the same time, it wasn't like I was like, okay, you know, tomorrow I'm going to get a pull-up. No, I was like, whenever I get it, I get it. But I'm just going to go regularly and hope for the best. Yes, I just wanted to share some numbers because we talked a lot about exercise. And one study came out in 2019, last year. So they looked at 2,000 people. And then they're like, okay, how many of you are setting New Year's resolutions? 60% of them said them. Okay, I guess they are. And they, they tracked them and they looked at their resolutions, their top 10 resolutions, but they actually found only 8% of them at the end were successful in achieving the New Year's resolutions. So since we mentioned exercise, increasing exercise is number two on the list. 65% of those people decided, hey, like I want to exercise more. Number one was diet or healthier eating. So we got diet, 71% of them said they want to change their diet. Then exercising more. Over half said they want to lose weight. One third of them said they want to save more or spend less money. And then just over a quarter of them said they want to learn a new skill or a hobby. One fifth of them or 20% said they want to quit smoking. Some people said they want to read more, find another job, uh, drink less alcohol. And then the last one, I guess, was spend more time with family and friends. So we can see that they vary. And then I guess to approach each of these New Year's resolutions, you're going to have different approaches to them but i really believe in like smart goals i'm just going to keep advertising this it's good when you like try and take up studying as a new skill because it's relevant to us as students right like if you want to study more or study better and it's not really study more because quality versus quantity right yeah i feel like i'm going into lecture mode right now just <laughs> not my Dr. goal George Collini. but it's just that this stuff really worked for me but it's nice to see that so many people set new year's resolutions and all these goals and if they fail in the beginning, I think people, they get turned off and they don't want to set another goal and they just wait for the, the beginning of the next year. And it's not like you have to stop smoking or like quit a bad habit cold turkey. It's a gradual thing. And I think lots of people would be understanding and willing to help with that. So I think definitely seeking social support or like help and friends to help you stop bad habits or to increase good habits, like having a gym buddy. Or if you live with like a bunch of people, like you can cook for your flatmates one night and then your flatmates can cook the next night and you guys can have healthier diets maybe. I would also say I'm a huge advocate for technology. Definitely use apps. Apps could help you with exercises. I'm currently using an app because I can't afford a trainer. So I've got an app that tells me what to do at the gym. And basically it's called BodBot. Not sponsored. Not a sponsored post. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. We do this thing. Does that mean which I is... can't speak right now if you've jinxed me? Oh. I guess I'm done. No, don't <laughs> See you guys later. Don't you owe me a soda? Okay, sure. Oh, that was very... Part of her New Year's resolutions are no more soda. <laughs> um, George and I do this strange thing. Sometimes we just speak at the same time and it's the same thing and we complete each other's sentences. It's which kind is, of scary. It's kind okay. of yeah. <laughs> kind of scary. Yeah, it most certainly is. On a scale of 1 to 10, it's 12. And sometimes he texts me things and I've thought that same thing at the same time. So it's it's like we share a brain. It happens more times than it should, I think. <laughs> We need to sort this out. New Year resolutions! What, what? You know what? I need a pee break because we're talking about New Year's resolutions for so long. And I mean, let's be real. I'm going to have food in my system in a few hours. I'm going to be going out. So like, we're going to have a break. And I want to tell you guys something that I want to change. And we're going to discuss more about this next. All right, guys. This is one thing that I'm super passionate about. And I want us all to change. I want to start this new year in a positive direction. 
So, I want to change new year, new me to something completely different. Do you know what it is? No, but I'm trying to figure it out just by staring. <laughs> Not creepy at all. Anyway, so I'm thinking, new year, what's new with me? I'm going to try to start this new movement. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to start a new hashtag on Instagram anyway. I mean, not just for the gram, but just in general. That is such a good whistle. (laughs) I am so jealous of the skills that you have. Anyway, the idea with New Year, what's new with me is instead of going like New Year, these are my New Year's resolutions. I want you to write about what did you achieve during this past year? So, George, what did you achieve during this past year? What didn't I achieve? (laughs) No, it's a short list. But what did I achieve this year? You can just pop up these spontaneous questions on me like that. How are you going to play me like that, Hafsa? All right. What did I achieve this year? Um, We officially became friends. Oh, yes. (laughs) Um, What else? I guess like second year of med school, like we have all of our placements right now and I'm investing myself fully in those. Okay. And I've come across some challenges uh, that I think really challenged me as a person, I think. And I've been... I think investing lots of like mental effort just to really come across some of the things that I feel like bothered me about the placements. So I think in terms of my achievements, I've achieved a little bit more calm in my life. And you've gotten more proactive with the placements. Was that correct? I definitely think so. Yes. Like I've definitely tried to put one step forward and invest more energy into actually Mm -hmm. doing more. Yep. Thanks to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, friends got to have each other, right? (laughs) Anything else? Yeah. I hope there's more, just nothing comes to mind. What about cooking goals? So, George is like the best cook out here. (laughs) I don't even know how this guy, like literally he lives, breathes, and eats food, I guess. But he's actually really good at it. He, when he's bored during a lecture, he opens up recipes. Yeah, that happened. You weren't there, but we had five hours back-to-back of lectures, which is not unusual. We do repeat a lot of the, the topics over and over again. So we talked about breast cancer and screening, gallstone disease, blah, blah, blah. And I definitely appreciate that we repeat it because you only know the information more and more and more. And it really, it's like building blocks. It adds to it. Spiral learning. Don't you forget it. (laughs) Yeah. It's a big buzzword right now. And I think I mentally checked out for 10 minutes, but then I ended up opening my laptop and just doing a lot of research on pumpkin pie and different fillings and using different types of sugar. You're making me hungry right now. And I remember one night I just randomly, I just needed a mental break. And I was like, Hey, Hafsa, like, I think we were planning Thanks uh, Christmas. Thank you, Jennifer. She held a Thanks Christmas event for us. And Hafsa and I were deciding what we're going to take as food items. And we were discussing it. And then I just kind of brought up it. And I was like, hey, do you know the different types of meringue that are out there? Like French, Swiss, Italian meringue. And I just started lecturing her on how to make all three, I think. I learned that? so much about meringue during that conversation. <laughs> I didn't even realize how I didn't know much about meringue. And he made the most beautiful macarons. You, you mentioned it was raspberry white chocolate macarons. Oh, yes. So I'm going to post that on Instagram as well so that you guys can see this, this guy's <laughs> culinary skills. I feel like people need to appreciate how absolutely stunning these macarons were. I'm probably not even pronouncing it. Is yeah, it macaroons or macarons? Macarons, because it's French. But I also love coconut macarons. Oh, coconut and lime. I love coconut and lime. I've had a coconut and lime macaron once, and it was... Stunning. I'd like to try that, but please don't post the first set of macarons I made. Those are more like cookies. Like, they didn't get the good rise. No, I'm just pressing the beautiful one. Yeah, of course. Because yeah, of course. it's social media society. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> okay, do you want to ask me about my new year? What's new with me? Yes, new year, what's new with you? Okay, I like that. Yeah? So, during this year, we became friends. I like that. I'm going to start with that too. All right, original. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, shade. Okay, 
started this podcast. Um, Huge. Yeah. I mean, it was like a dream in the making. I've always wanted to start a podcast ever since my radio days two years ago. So it's been huge for me. I remember um, you discussing it last year and you were super excited to do it and you spent month and month planning. And the summer holidays. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to affect my studies. I'm going to plan topics over the summer holidays. So this has been a huge thing for me. And I remember you definitely got some resistance like from other people around you saying like, oh, like you don't have time for it or you can't do it or it's too much or there's so many yeah. things out there. But I feel like it's definitely working. Really, How do you feel about that? I'm, I'm really happy about it. It definitely took ages to get everything up and running so it was definitely like a really exciting process for me and i also went to a conference i presented a poster for the first time this year i also managed to studying consistently from august till now can i do all of your sound effects <laughs> oh please do by the way that's the only sound effect that can make I think. oh i was just gonna ask for an embo oh, okay. like all right now you just yeah no anyways Okay, so I kind of put myself on the spot as well in this situation. I can't think of anything else at the moment, but I'm definitely going to sit down and have a think of all the positive things that I've done this year. I just want to change everything about how we look at New Year resolutions. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to post this on my Instagram. So that's at Hafsa Slayman. Are you going to post something on your Instagram? Of course. At G Kalini. <laughs> G-K-E-L-I-N-Y. There we go. Shameless plug. Oh, plug away. Plug away. I don't mind. So, guys, I want all of you, if you listen to this podcast, no matter when you listen to it, so on the 31st of December, in January, February, whenever, I want you to put a post on Instagram saying what you've achieved during the past year. It could be during the past month. It could be during the past 365 days. I want to change this. And it's going to be hashtag New Year, what's new with me. I think it's definitely cool, like, if you want to share, like, if you feel comfortable sharing it. But even for, like, people that aren't comfortable sharing it, I think even just sitting down with yourself and self-reflecting is a huge thing to do because I, I didn't value it as much as I do now, I think. And self-reflecting allows you to think of, like, who you are as a person and gives you insight and it only makes you more insightful about who you are as a person, I think. And this way we can always continue improving ourselves. And that's the whole point of this, the New Year's resolution stuff. It's to improve ourselves, I think, as people and as personalities. And just to be more positive, like mental health-wise. So, guys, follow at G Kalini. That's G-K-E-L-I-N-Y. I spelt yeah. that correctly. Very proud. Give me credit. <laughs> <laughs> follow me at House of Slayman and the Med School Podcast page. And we're out. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. So, this sounds really ridiculous, but do you know what I've always wanted to do for New Year's Eve? If I'm rich enough. If Kim Kardashian decides to go on holiday with me. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't think... Okay, so basically, if I no ever idea. had a private jet, or if, like, I win the lotto or whatever for New Year's, I'd want to fly over New Zealand, check out the fireworks over there, because New Year's starts in New Zealand first. Say no to fireworks. Why? I love yeah, fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry to destroy your party, but don't do fireworks, kids. Why? I feel like someone took my candy away. Yeah, as they should. <laughs> candy and fireworks are both bad. You know I'm very opinionated. He just, like, listen, I mean, there are some things that I can't mention on this podcast, but basically people have crashed my dreams on so many occasions. Can I just finish my dream? Go ahead and then I'll Okay, so I wanted to see bottom. New Year's celebrations in New Zealand, go to Australia, and basically go from east to west. So, like, see it in different places in the world. See those massive fireworks. Starting from New Zealand, ending in America. Or but Brazil. doesn't Dubai have, like, the largest fireworks show? And you're in the center of that. Yeah, I know I'm spending my New Year's in Dubai, but, like... You have your fireworks there. 
I know, but I want to see it in every place in the world. Like, imagine at experiencing it. At the same time? No, because, like, it starts in New Zealand, then it goes to Australia because of the time differences. Can you stop crashing my dreams? But you have to transport. Like, you have to exactly. get from Exactly. I said next. if I had a private jet or Kim Kardashian decided to go on holiday with me. But is a private jet going to take you from Australia to... You know what? I don't own a private jet. So I think we need to be realistic. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll consult Kim K and we'll be, get back to you yeah, guys. Yeah, we'll get back to you. private jet man. All right. So I hope you guys have an amazing new year. Tag us. Send me pictures. Let me know how it's gone. And check out my Insta stories. We're going to be back at uni in six days. I'm going to be on placement. I'm going to start my medicine placement. Super excited. Super stressed. Um, and the next episode, uh, George, are you going to stick with us? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> so, this is my first time recording, and I think I'm I think excited you did to well. see how it turns out. I yeah. think you did really well. I'm proud. Like a proud. Leave some feedback. Like, comment, subscribe. You yes. know, turn the notification bell on. Throw tomatoes at George Colini. <laughs> yes, find me. Find <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna be hiding in his heart. Can I play the final song before New Year's or no? Are we playing a New Year's song? No, yeah. I, I guess not. Fireworks. Everyone just just pick your phone. Hey, we said no fireworks, dude. I'm gonna Just put... search fireworks and their environmental impact, please. I didn't know you were a greenie. <laughs> yeah. Greenie Kalini. No, we're not using that term ever. <laughs> greenie Kalini. I like it. I'm going to stick to this. You're the only one. Okay, that anyway, our next episode is in two weeks' time on Thursday the 16th. Catch us later. We're going to talk about hypnotism. Is it real? George might try to hypnotize me. We'll see if it works. <laughs> And yeah, I'm going to get my PhD in hypnotism right now. I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I broke something very valuable to me. So you guys are going to find out if I got... It was in your heart. A new... you don't have one. <laughs> i just kidding. <laughs> and January is Brain Teaser Month. I have a special challenge for all of you so you don't miss me during those two weeks. I'm going to upload a Sudoku puzzle. I love Sudoku because, uh, to be completely honest, that's the only thing that my brain seems to be able to answer. So I'm going to upload an easy, medium, hard, and evil puzzle. I do evil. Yeah, because I'm cool that way. Yeah, fun fact. My grade 5 teacher used to actually make us spend recess doing Sudoku puzzles indoors, which was horrible. <laughs> but I got so fast at them. Oh, Still horrible. Oh, really? Okay, that's our next we challenge. We all had to do Sudoku. We're going to do one of these Sudoku challenges. Like, it's going to be the same one. I don't and we're think gonna I want to do that. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I'm challenging you. If you say you're that good, I'm on level evil. I'm saying I'm good. I'm just saying. You got really fast at them. And haven't done them since grade five. It's supposed to improve your memory, stimulate your brain, prevent dementia, increase concentration, and makes you happy. Physical activity also has those benefits as well. Okay, George, you just, like, <laughs> guys, I'm going to upload it for you, and please ignore George. Let us know your fastest time. It's going to be on at the med school, T-H-E-M-E-D-S-C-O-O-L. Let me know on my Instagram how you feel. Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. Peace. Peace. <laughs>